Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to a new podcast series I'm putting out, the Opinion Release Papers. FCPA Opinion Releases are a very useful tool that is baked into the statute, the FCPA itself. You can ask questions to the Department of Justice that are fact-based scenarios about an action your company would like to engage in and get an opinion back. These provide a great source of information for the compliance practitioner, in addition to being useful to the companies that utilize them. Over this series, I'm going to visit opinion releases and mine those for the facts of the presented to the Department of Justice and what the resolution was. The Opinion Release Papers is a special presentation of the Compliance Podcast Network. In this episode, we take up Opinion Release 13. In this episode of the Opinion Release Papers, we take up the issue of bringing foreign officials to the United States, including paying for business class travel. Opinion Release 1202. In Opinion Release 1202, certain requesters were... 19 nonprofit adoption agencies located in the United States who asked the Department of Justice about bringing certain foreign government officials involved in their country's adoption process to the United States. All the foreign government officials are involved in the process or were involved in the process of allowing children to go from their country through an adoption process with these U.S. nonprofits. The trips to the United States would be for two days of meetings. The purpose of the visit was to demonstrate the requester's work to the foreign government officials so the officials could see how the adopted children from the foreign country have adjusted to life in the United States and to help the requesters learn how they could ensure that they provide the foreign country's government with appropriate information during the adoption process. The requesters allowed foreign government officials to meet with their requesters' employees and inspect the requesters' offices and case files from previous adoptions. The foreign government officials would meet with the families who have adopted children and from their country and learn about the requesters' work. In the opinion release, the DOJ opined on a question regarding the payment for travel of these foreign government officials to the United States and whether the proposed trip would violate the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. The opinion release set out the representations made by the requesters to the Department of Justice, which formed the basis for its decision. The requester stated that they would pay for the following. Business class airfare on international portions of flights for ministers, members of the legislatures, and directors of the orphanage agencies, coach airfare for international portions of flights for all other government officials, and coach airfare for domestic portions of flights for all government officials. Two or three nights hotel stay at a business class hotel, meals during the official stay, and transportation between agencies and the hotels and airports. The DLJ also noted the requester's spending on meals and hotels would not exceed the rate set by the U.S. General Services Administration for U.S. government employees traveling within the U.S. The following rep- Presentations made were consistent with prior DOJ guidance on travel, meals, and entertainment. One, entertainment. The entertainment will be of nominal cost and will involve families who have adopted children from the foreign country. In other words, a clear business purpose is involved. Number two, selection. The requesters did not select the foreign government officials to attend the trip, but left that decision to the foreign government. 
Three, no wives and girlfriends. The requesters would host only foreign government officials selected for the trip. There would be no spouses or family members brought along on this trip. Four, souvenirs. If there were any souvenirs presented to foreign government officials, they would be of nominal value. Five, spending money. There will be no spending money provided to the foreign officials, and they will not receive any stipends. There would be no additional monies paid to the visiting officials in any form. So how did the Department of Justice look at this in its analysis? The DOJ began its analysis by noting it had issued a series of favorable opinion releases with respect to sponsoring travel and related expenses for foreign officials. These included Opinion Release 1101, where the DOJ issued an opinion in response to a request from an adoption services provider declining to take enforcement action if the company proceeded with sponsoring expenses for a trip, including international airfare to the United States, by one official from each of the foreign agencies of a Central American government. In opinion releases 702 and 701, the DOJ issued opinions in response to requests from private companies in the United States declining to take enforcement action if the companies proceeded with paying domestic expenses for trips by officials from Asian governments. In all three of these FCPA opinion releases, the requester made representations and took corresponding measures to ensure that the proposed trips met the criteria of the affirmative defense covering reasonable and bona fide expenses under the FCPA. Based on the representations and proposed safeguards, the payments that the requesters proposed to here fall in with the same affirmative defense. First, the expenses described are reasonable under the circumstances. This includes the provision of business class airfare for high-ranking officials, which, as proposed, is permitted by the foreign country. Second, the expenses are directly related to the promotion, demonstration, and explanation of the requester services. The requester presented, excuse me, represent that the purpose of the trip is to demonstrate the requester's work to the foreign government officials by allowing the government officials to interview requester staff members, to inspect requesters' files, and to meet with families who adopted children from the foreign country. These proposed itineraries are consistent with that purpose. The DOJ found the representations by the requesters, including information received from the requesters, are consistent with prior opinion releases in that the proposed expenses reflected no corrupt intent and appear to be bona fide Promotional expenses. The expenses contemplated are reasonable under the circumstances and directly relate to the promotion, demonstration, or explanation of the requester's products or services. All of this means that with respect to the trips that the requesters propose paying for, based upon the representations made in the request, including those recited above, as well as the Department's review of supplementary material submitted by the requesters, the Department does not presently intend to take enforcement action. The DOJ closed by reminding all readers that the opinion release has no binding application on any party that did not join in the request and can be relied upon to the relators excuse me, requesters, only to the extent that the disclosed facts and circumstances in their request is accurate and complete. So what does all this mean? Well, this is yet one more in a series of opinion releases around gifts, travel, meals, and entertainment. And I believe that uh, 012, excuse me, opinion release 1202 shows, once again, that if you have a compliance question or concern, the opinion procedure is available to you to ask the DOJ if the proposed activity would violate the FCPA. 
But more than simply showing the procedure, I think that the DOJ once again shows that with a reasoned approach laid out in a rational manner, it will be seriously considered, reviewed, and could lead to can well lead to a favorable result. Even the question of business class airfare can be handled in a reasoned approach, reasonable approach, as shown in this release. The business class travel was uh, not something that was thoroughly discussed and may have been seemingly prohibited by prior opinion releases, specifically 0701 and 0702. However, with the high-ranking nature of the foreign governmental officials involved and a uh, opinion or release or other information which would show that in the country in question, high-ranking government officials were allowed to fly business class, this can uh, solve this issue. If you think about business class travel from Asia to the United States, uh, I think probably many of us have sat back in coach, and that is one very long flight uh, crammed into coach. Uh, if it is a high-ranking government official who's frankly used to a little bit better treatment than the uh, cattle car nature of coach flight uh, from Asia to the United States, you might want to consider that in light of this opinion release. Once again, you need to document, document, document uh, not only all of the facts and circumstances, but also the full itinerary, and that cannot be underestimated in this opinion release. So, there is a, a good way to test these issues, and I think that this opinion release, 1202, shows that. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this opinion release papers episode, and I hope you'll join me again for another episode when we take a data mining into the opinion releases from the Department of Justice around the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. The Opinion Release Papers is a special presentation in the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.